Nice music here on the half hour of power. The best show, post show. Rapid fire, unscreened calls. Come on in, buddy. Come on in, buddy. Have a seat. No? Yeah, why not? If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's okay. You're welcome to. We are joined here by my friend AP Mike, as always, on the half hour of power. What's up, Mike? Hi, Tom. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Thanks again for dinner tonight. Of course. You know I'm teasing you. (laughs) I invited you to dinner. Yeah. You didn't ask for, you didn't order anything extra. Yeah. You didn't sell it to someone for $8 (laughs) in the parking lot. I did like how uh, you are a uh, well-known person there. Everybody knew your name and... Who was that the owner over in the corner you gave the high sign to? It's the it's the uh, chef. That's the oh. the chef. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like if you eat there every Tuesday, mm-hmm. I would hope that at some point they'd realize I've been eating here for two and a half years, <laughs> once a week. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize you were you were there every week. I, I mean, I, same thing. Every that's week, like me yeah. the uh, at the Flamingo, the old days. Yeah. I the, used to go to the Flamingo every day before the show. The diner that was across from WFMU, yeah. which was super disgusting. Yeah, it was kind of disgusting. It was uh, the kind of place that you go and you just should probably eat something that's fried mm-hmm. there because you at least know they just drop it in a f- deep fat fryer. But once in a while, I remember you would order something like a little riskier, right? Then you get like meatloaf. No, no, no. No? Sushi. No, I kept it simple, like grilled cheese sandwiches, BLTs, hamburgers. All right. You know, the, uh, yeah, I wasn't quite on the same terms as you with the chef. But it was chef was kind of scary. I mean, that missing eye. That place was terrifying. It was one of these old school diners that was there when Jersey City was like a, like a graveyard. And this would be the only place open on a, on a uh, the middle of the night, the, it's, and it's gone. Well, it's, no, it's I, I think it's been transformed, diner. right? It's now oh, the it's sad oh, okay. Pat I would be able to fill city diner. I almost yeah. got the sign, uh-huh. the old flaming O sign. Oh yeah, you almost got it. it. And I think they they called me when I was out of the country <laughs> and left me a voicemail, uh-huh. and I couldn't come. Oh back. man. Well, we got AP Mike here. We got Dudio here. Jason Gore. Hello, hello. What's up? I don't know. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you again for dinner yeah, tonight. Of course, of course, it's my pleasure. It's really and I want to just say again, I invited them out. We had a nice time. It was not anything that I was tricked or they suddenly didn't pay and or anything. I I was my it was a yeah. business thing. Yeah. But it's it's the, the thing. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking, guys. Did you ever do an uh, eating dash? No. In your dining youth? dash? A dining dash, yeah. No way. Why would uh-uh. you do that? Well, I, you know, I, I, I didn't do it myself, but a friend of mine mm-hmm. sort of put some peer pressure on me to do it. Mm-hmm. One time we went to a, a, a pizza place. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a, a huge tab. And uh, he wasn't happy with the food he got. Mm-hmm. And that was how he was going to take his revenge. So he dine and dashed on a so, yeah. two dollar slice of pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go get the car, and then uh, you know, you just run around. <laughs> 
that so, he ran. Yeah, yeah youthful yeah. hijinks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, very yeah. fun. <laughs> youthful hijinks. Uh huh. So you 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 ate the pizza and, and split. Yeah. Well, look, you did it already. It happened. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. You were kind of. Did you know? Did you feel bad about it when it happened? Yeah, I, I wasn't. You know. You know that wasn't you. That wasn't me. It wasn't. But uh, my friend had these. You know, he was more charismatic, and mm-hmm. he would get us into trouble. And so you did this too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was oh. part of it. Yeah, I was. I part was picturing of it. you standing there, like eating your pizza after he already split, and then you just put your money no, up and no. pay for his, oh, and no, then leave. No, no, Mike no. ran. Also. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. I was. You know, they would have shook me down. Yeah, Mike shoveled a slice Uh-oh. into his mouth. I wasn't going to pay for his ran. bad tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> I think he made that horrible sin of, of getting like a tuna sub uh-huh. at a pizza place. Like, yeah. why would you do that? You know, it's bad crazy. move. Yeah, eh, you guys don't know the right places. I'll get a tuna well, no, sub at a yeah, certain place. Yeah, yeah, if you know the place, oh, I yeah. too. fresh. This, oh, this yeah. place we'd never been in Look, before. I'm like driving down the highway and pulling over and, <laughs> and ordering a tuna sub when you go in a place. Uh-huh. You're right. You have to know the place, right? Yeah. Oh, guys. Oh, guys. What am I gonna do? <laughs> Dreams die. Dreams die surprisingly easy. That's the worst part about life. Mm. Best show. No, it was the half hour half of power. power. Was the best show. What's up? Hi guys, um, this is Daniel from Portland. What's up, Daniel? Hey, I was wondering if I could tell a quick story about uh, uh, the Silver Bullet Band, uh, whom I met while I was working in a hotel in Charleston, South Carolina. So you met Bob Seger's band. Mm-hmm. And how did you know they were? Bob Seger's band. They all wear t-shirts that say uh, Silver Bullet Band. <laughs> Do they? I wish. I hope so. Um, In my dreams. Well, how did you know? Well, um, I'll tell you, but um, b- before I do it, i also like to say that um, Mike, who I know you love to make fun of his voice, but his voice seems to be the embodiment of mirth. And the mirth, music, and mayhem. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> See, I, I would have expected you to say I was the mayhem part, but... Uh, no. Uh-huh. Okay. No. Right. Wonderful voice, Tom. Okay. You stop making fun of his voice. Okay. Oh, okay, but, I will. <laughs> um, no, I was working at a, a, a hotel as a, a valet... Uh, in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and I was about to get off of work, and uh, it was winter time, so it was um, uh, chilly. So I had a, a, a hat on, right, because I'm working outside. And um, this guy comes up wearing a, a camel hair coat, and he says, uh, uh, "Hey," uh, and I'm going to do a bad job at his voice, but he had a, a pronounced Southern voice, and he goes. Uh, Hey, um, where does somebody go around here to meet uh, ladies in this town? And um, I was kind of uh, uh, very bored with uh, uh, um, those types of folks, so I just told them, um, yeah, people go to this place called Tsunami. Uh, It's a a sushi bar where people go. 
And uh, I was about to get off of work, and then this guy comes back, and he goes, hey. And, and we all knew, everybody who worked at the hotel knew that uh, Bob Seeker and the Silver Bullet Band were playing that night. And um, uh, as it turns out, that guy was the tour manager of the band. And he says, he comes back to me and he says, hey, we talked earlier and you said that uh, you knew where to go to meet ladies and you didn't even think twice about it. And I appreciate that. And as it turns out, I got an opportunity for you. Uh, one of our drivers called in and they're not going to be able to take these, these boys down to the bar. And we were wondering if, uh, you know, you would be willing and get this. And, and, and please keep in mind that this wasn't that long ago. So what he offered me was a re- was incredibly stupid, right? He goes, "We'll pay you uh, six dollars an hour if you want to take the Silver Bullet Band down to Tsunami, like you said, and uh, uh, wait there." But he goes, first thing you got to do, get rid of that hat, and if you have one." Get a camel hair coat and uh, 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 show up for it. Get cleaned up. Take these boys down. And if they ask you if you know where to get drugs, for God's sake, whether you do or not, I'm not trying to say you do or not, but whether you do or not, tell them, no, you don't. And so um, I said, um, sir, you know, respectfully, uh, I'm making more than that now, just standing here talking to you. And I'm about to get off of work, and I'm tired, but I do have a friend um, who might be interested in doing that. And so um, I called my friend. He goes, okay. He looked really disappointed. And uh, uh, I called my friend. You guys still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just wind, wind it up, though. I get I, the, mo, the the exciting part of the story is that you hung out with the, the Silver Bullet Band, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, as it turns out, I call my friend, and my friend comes down, and uh, I tell him, you know, you got uh, the tormentors from the Silver Bullet Band wants you to drive these guys for six dollars an hour to the sushi restaurant. Uh, uh, can you do it? He says, I'll be down there in a minute. He comes down, and he's got his hair slicked back, and he's wearing a corduroy coat, and he talks to the, the uh, uh, um, tour manager, and uh, he thinks about it for a minute, and uh, he comes to me, and I'm still at the bell stand, waiting to get off work, and he, and he comes to me, and he goes, hey, man, I don't know. What if these guys... Want to compromise my integrity and pick up a bunch of underage women? Mm-hmm. And I go, Jake, man, you're not talking to. I'm not the tour manager of the Silver Bullet Band. That guy is. You got to go talk to him. And so I watch from the bell stand, Jake with his corduroy coat and his slick back hair. So Jake, yes, with the coat, yes, slick back going. So he goes up. And, and, and he talks to him, and I just watch how disappointed this guy is that oh, nobody man. wants to drive the Silver Bullet van uh, to Tsunami for uh, $6 an hour. I know. Okay. I guess they don't have cab service uh, down there? Yeah. I mean, you could have used... Yeah, I, 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 
I couldn't understand. I mean, they, they try to put us in a, a in a van for. They try to put put us driving a van for six dollars an hour to take them down to a sushi restaurant. Silver bullet van. Silver bullet van. In the van. Corduroy coat, slick back yeah. hair. Yeah. Jake. All the, all the catchphrases. Corduroy coat, slick back hair, six dollars an hour. Silver bullet van. Maybe we can turn that into the <laughs> silver bullet van song. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's some ingredients yeah. there. If, the, if there was a drinking game based on the based on uh-huh. your the last uh, five minutes you've been talking, uh-huh. the person would uh, be suffering from alcohol poisoning right now. No, if they boy. drank every if they okay. drank every time you said corduroy coat, <laughs> slick back, back hair, silver bullet band, six dollars an hour. Jake, camel, Jake, camel hair, tsunami. Coat. Tsunami. You know, they Sushi. they could have easily made 60 bucks there because you know when the Silver Bullet Band goes to Tsunami, they're going to stay 10 hours. And the other thing is, <laughs> what 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 was your job? Valet. I was working as a, a, a valet slash bellman. At um, what hotel? Charleston Place Hotel. Charleston Place, okay. And they, the, the, bell, the, the tour manager just didn't go to the front desk and arrange this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. He 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 wanted to arrange it directly through me because uh, the silver bullet look cause look. This is a silver bullet band. Oh god yeah. Silver right. bullet band's coming through. Yeah. You tell me this guy can't go up to the desk and say, I rep I'm manage the silver bullet band and for <laughs> I'm willing to pay six dollars an hour. I just need someone to put on a corduroy coat and slick their hair back. And I he want wanted to take camel hair coat down to be camel hair coat, Take him uh-huh. down to Tsunami so they can get some sushi. And they can hang out. They're going to get $6 an hour to hang out with the Silver Bullet Band. Yes, sir. Anything you need. Anything for the Silver Bullet Band. Yeah, well, I'm talking with the Silver Bullet Band here. Is Bob Sutton <laughs> with them? No, he's not. It's the Silver Bullet Band. He's already flown on to the yeah, next city. Yeah. Bob Sutton, yeah. The Silver Bullet Band travels with the stage, like one of those situations. Hey, Bob's in a different city now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silver Bullet Band uh-huh. and the stage uh-huh. travel separately. Uh-huh. Um, well, I'll say this. You, sir, uh, are a raconteur uh, of unparalleled skill. Uh-huh. And the story you told yeah. is maybe... The greatest story of, and I'm just wondering, can I option this story for a movie? <laughs> the idea of the night the Silver Bullet Band came to what town again? South Charles, Car- Charles, Charleston, South Carolina. The night the tsunami. The night the Silver tsunami. Bullet Band came to Charleston, South Carolina. Let's look back here. And they were where they wanted sushi, so they were going to su- so you were going to take it to tsunami. <laughs> And then they uh, had the camel hair coat and the slick back hair. Corduroy. Corduroy. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Thank you. That guy was That was good. Uh-huh. Half hour power. How much time? Let we me just uh, pop in real quick and say we're almost at the 14 minute <laughs> remaining mark. Okay. okay. I thought we had about two minutes left. No. No. I felt that way. I know. <laughs> okay. What's up? <laughs> Thanks for the opportunity. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've noticed that Ben Affleck has dropped out of directing as Batman. Uh-huh. So I wonder if we can replace Ben Affleck with uh, another star for Batman. Well, he's not going to Rowan direct. Atkinson. Well, he's still going to play Batman. He's just not directing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just leading off on 
I was just trying to introduce a question that might be to. But I would still, I would still have Joel Schumacher direct and play Batman. To me, Schumacher would be Batman too. Yeah, why not? I wish Ben Affleck was doing it because to me there would be nothing funnier than photos of (laughs) Ben Affleck in full (laughs) Batman costume at Video Village, looking at a monitor. Pointing to where the shot should, how the shot can change, dressed as Batman. They were trying to make his uh, costume more comfortable for the film because he knew he would be doing a lot of scenes where he's not Batman, mm-hmm. but he'd still have to be in costume. Sure. So. Catch pants. Yeah. Are they reconsidering because his uh, gangster epic uh, tanked? I think that was part of it. I don't know if that was part of it. You don't think it was part of it? Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. They're lucky to have this guy be a part of any of that trashy DC franchise. Oh. That's true. <laughs> One of those movies is worse than the next. Right? Meanwhile, you got the Marvel thing. I'm, fi- I'm finally watching uh, Daredevil. I oh, wa- you're... Oh, I you're... watched Jessica Jones. Okay. Now I'm watching Daredevil. Okay. Which season? One. One. What do you think? I'm a little bored by Daredevil. Really? Like Jessica Jones. A lot. Have you watched Luke Cage yet? I was waiting to watch more Daredevil before I went to Luke Cage. Can I just jump to Luke Cage? <laughs> I think you can jump to Luke Cage. Uh, Daredevil yeah. doesn't do it for me. Yeah. But you might like the second season more than the first season. I will say that. Of Daredevil. Of Daredevil. I'd give Daredevil yeah. a fair shake with second season. And you don't really need the first season. Look, Kristen Ritter is super cool. It's good here. What's the guy who plays Luke Cage? Uh, Mike Coulter. He's super cool. Super cool. Yes. Guy plays Daredevil. He seems fine. Guy plays Foggy. Not into it. Not as suave. Mike. Yeah. Growing up, who was your favorite superhero? Um, I like the uh, Marvel mm-hmm. universe. Who did you like? The Silver Surfer? No, that was <laughs> too cerebral. I, I didn't quite get it. It was like, like Hulk. I thought you had to be high to read the Silver Surfer. Hulk. Uh, no, no, I like the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Yeah, they yeah. Had, had some dynamics I like. I think in DC, Starfire might float his boat. I thought Thor was boring. Mm-hmm. You know, studio. I was always a uh, diehard Fantastic Four fan. Yeah. Big Thing fan. Mm-hmm. You like the thing? Yeah. Very interesting. My mm-hmm. favorite characters in Marvel were. Power Man and Iron Fist, Mm. and Doctor Strange. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel, and Doug is back from Down Under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals because I don't smell them. Oh, great series now. What about Wonder Man? Ever a big fan of Wonder Man? Not particularly. Nobody that liked red Wonder jacket. Man. Yeah. That red jacket. It looked cool. Yeah. That red jacket. The red jacket. And shades. little jetpacks on the side of his hips. Ran around with a red jacket on. <laughs> to tell the truth, my, my favorite comic books when I was a kid 
were these war comics they had back then. Yeah, Sergeant Sar- Fury and Sergeant okay. Rock. Yeah. Oh, the Howling Commandos. Is that stuff yeah. still around? I mean, in Not any so form? Much. Not so much in that form. And they had like weird war yeah. and then weird, uh, what the, westerns? I like, yeah. like those, those were, those were kind of interesting. Did you read Nom? No. They had a, they had a, oh, a yeah. Nom Late comic? 80s. Wow. Yeah. Um, I was scared of Nom comics. I'm, I'm oh, talking about like kid. the 70s. Where the hell out of that? Nom. Yeah, I don't know. I play, I was really into, you know, military stuff as a kid at that time. Sure. This is pre-slaw talk. Pre-slaw dog. Pre-slaw dog. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, we're gonna have to nail that's a that tradition. Up yeah, the tradition. At Ooh. some point, you get it in on the mic. Uh, no the bulletin board. Or, we have a bulletin board that falls every almost week. Somebody every yeah, and it's no one's fault. It. No, it's, it's, we're just trying to use the room. Yeah, we just need to screw it under the wall. Yeah, yeah. Mike. Yeah, screw that in the wall. <laughs> Thanks for the call. <laughs> Half hour power. Hi. Hi. What do I owe the pleasure? To whom am I speaking? Oh, my name's Tom. What's that now? My name's Tom. Good name. What's going on? Hey, I have a question for the group. What do you got? Um, If you had to pair every member of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour with their counterpart from CSNY, who would you pick? Oh, now that is a spectacular question. So you're talking about the Blue Collar Comedy Tour... Of course, you're talking oh. about Jeff Foxworthy, yep. Larry the Cable Guy, Bill Engvall, Tater Salad, and Ron White, right? Yep. Not talking about Henry Rick. Cho. He's not a part of it. And you're pairing them with what now? Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Hold on. Yes. Let me think about this. Well, I, I think I could, oh, I'd be interested to see what you guys come up with with this. <clears throat> um, I'm going to say... Here, um, yeah, I think this tracks. Um, here's my version of it Crosby, it's Jeff Foxworthy. Ooh, yeah, I would have went with Ron White. See, I would have burly, burly presence. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. <laughs> I would have gone Foxworthy with Graham Nash. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Similar hair. I think I like that, yeah. Stills, Bill Engvall. Since I don't know that guy, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that one. Okay. I, w- <laughs> I would have gone Stills with Larry the Cable Guy because they both seem like they have gout. That's a very fair point. Yeah. They both, both Larry the Cable Guy and Stephen Stills yes. seem like... They would be high candidates. Yes. To suffer for, from for, gout. To suffer from gout. Yeah. Nash, Graham Nash, Larry the Cable Guy. Why? They both suck. <laughs> They're terrible. Graham Nash uh-huh. is terrible. Larry the Cable Guy. Is uh-huh. You posted that picture of Chris Christopherson, and I was so close to being like, oh, hey, Graham Nash, but I knew how much no, it would piss no, you no, off. No, well, so I, I didn't well, I do it. Look, you could have done it. I no. have a sense of humor. No, I know that. But... I have a sense of humor. You know when somebody who doesn't have a sense of humor, so right. I can laugh at yeah. myself. Yeah. Or I have a great sense of humor. I have a great sense of humor. For example, uh, <laughs> I often, the socks I wear don't uh, always match the 
<laughs> Wait, that hurts my feelings. I don't feel like <laughs> making fun of myself with that. Um, and then Neil Young is Ron White, who's like the most iconoclastic of the four of the Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Crosby, Jeff Foxworthy. Right. Heavy hitter. But uh, what are you really gonna what What are you really gonna get from him? Not a whole lot. His "You Might Be a Redneck" is like David Crosby doing. What song is that? Uh, duet one? with Phil Collins? No, it's not another day in paradise. It's more. It would be more like him doing uh, "Lady Friend." Okay. Do you know that song, Mike? It's one of the all-time greatest songs by the Birds. The best. Oh, okay, yeah. Stills, Bill Engfall. Forgettable. They're both forgettable. Larry the Cable Guy is Graham Nash, because they both are terrible. <laughs> what do you think, uh, young man, caller? How do you think my, my version tracks? It's exactly why I wanted to pose the question to the group, because I've gotten such different answers to everyone I've asked. My version would be... Jeff Foxworthy, Stephen Stills, because maybe they're both mo the most technically proficient, but they're not the most enjoyable of the group. Well, that's true. I can see that. Mm -hmm. And I then uh, I think we're eye to eye on uh, Neil Young being um, Ron White. Ron White, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You get it. We get it. They don't. <laughs> exactly. Uh -huh. Thanks for the call, son. Uh -huh. Half hour power. How's it going, guys? It's going magically. What Five about? minute mark. Five minutes to go. Um, What's up, bro? So, did you see that Robert Pollard released his 100th? I did. Thing? Congratulations did. to Robert Pollard for that. Well, it's going to be the new Guided by Voices album. That's the 100th release. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Two disc. Yeah, very good. What sad. would you call his, uh, what would you say your least favorite thing he's put out? Of? My least favorite Robert Pollard thing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, it's kind of mean to do, but. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, you know, it's like, there's always something good on every one of the albums. Yeah. The friend of the show, jump in a lake. <laughs> sell him out for your cheap phone call. Best show. Oh, hello. What's happened? And now it's a half hour power. Hello. What's up? Hey, uh, sorry. Hi, uh, this is Al from Australia. Hey, Al. Um, what's hey, up? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hello. Uh, not heaps. Um, uh, I kind of didn't think of a question. I was just, um, uh, I've been reading the My Club autobiography. Uh, do you guys have any other great recommendations for music autobiographies? Hmm. Which one's he reading? The Mike Love book. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you read... How's tonight been? What? How's tonight been? Good night? Yeah. It was fine. We did it. It's done. Cool. Have you read Red by Sammy Hagar? No, I haven't. That's yeah. us end up my alley, though. That's a good one. I thought Born to Run really? was uh, disappointing. Any anybody else take a crack I, at that yet? I, I got really, I got really creeped out any time Bruce Springsteen kind of talked about sex or just like noticing his neighbors when he was like a teenage boy. It's just kind of like hearing your uncle talk about stuff like that. 
Ew, I, I haven't well, read it yet. Now I don't, I'm not sure. There's not a to. lot of sex talk. I mean, he, you know, he, and what he says is <laughs> like the stuff, you know. Hey, he got into a band to meet girls. That I was type looking of at stuff, her across know. the room. Yeah, you know, he doesn't go into any graphic detail. Okay, good. Um, no, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, well, you seem kind of weird. <laughs> um, we're from New Jersey, pal. You don't hear me putting true. down uh, Gary Gary Beers or uh, Peter Garrett. I'm not or, putting down your country. Or, or Colin Hay. Or Colin Hay. Or I'm not talking about Colin Hay or, or uh, Paul uh, Paul Hogan. I'm not going to put down any of your countrymen. <laughs> now, your Mike, icons. Mike, yeah. you've always got an eye out for weird stuff, unique stuff, stuff that kind of piques your interest. Anything on your uh, radar? Well, uh, you know, there's lots of things to be irked by these days, but um, really? I, I, I <laughs> believe it or not, I, I, I can get I can get irked by just like commercials, you know, like mm-hmm. commercials that just sort of get under my skin and they they run them, you know, uh, repetitively. There's two car commercials that really have been uh, annoying me lately. There's the Volvo commercial with the uh, it's, I guess it's a sort of Walt Whitman theme, the, the poet behind the wheel. And it's, you know, it's sort of like a shot, like a Terrence Malick movie with the voiceover. The West is mine. The East is mine. The North is mine. You know, he keeps droning on. Yeah. But I never noticed, like, the first couple times I saw the commercial, I, I never saw it as like a quick flash of a, of a shot of the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that he's got a pen in his hand. As he's driving, mm-hmm. and that just was so stupid to me mm-hmm. that this guy's driving with a pen in his hand. Yeah. That it was just I, I couldn't couldn't bear it anymore. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the uh, the Mercedes commercial with the two young kids. They have puppy love, and they're going to a movie in a snowstorm. And yeah, I saw, yeah, the one where it's like uh, <laughs> make me feel your love is playing on in the background. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the snow is coming down. It's, a, it's an actual snowstorm. And the one, the kid's got this, clearly got this date. Yeah. With a girl. He's, he's like, he looks like he's 14. He's got a date with another 14 year old. Yeah. And then, uh, the dad drives him through the snow to go on this date. And he gets to the theater and it's like, she's not there. And then it's like, then she shows up. Because yeah, her parents are driving a Mercedes as well. Yeah, well, this is this is. Can I and you tell me if you're? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First of I all, think we're going to agree on this one. First of all, uh, it's a safety risk to all the employees of the movie. Exactly. Now. Yeah, have to work at this movie theater. So these two mutants can watch a movie <laughs> together. They have to keep the theater open. Yes. Everybody's going to skid home with two <laughs> hours more of snow have fallen. Exactly. Three by the time they clean the snack bar yeah, and everything, exactly. they can shut the place down. So you put everybody who works at the movie theater at risk. The and parents, these, yeah. Well, and these it, kids really have to go on a. It's like what? What is this? The height of of uh, privilege? It's a snowstorm. <laughs> you guys can't wait for your day, a night, one yeah, more day yeah. for your date. So annoying. Yeah. I'm you had that you. same reaction. I uh, am. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Mike. Okay. Now, anything to plug, Mike? What's going on? Well, the shirts are still out there. Headshots are back in stock. Everything's uh, in stock. Everything is back in stock at apmike.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Still going. Anything in the works? Any any uh, any ideas in the works 
for 2017? Um, Maybe one of those pens that you turn it upside <laughs> down and somebody's naked. No, <laughs> that's an those? interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. right. I thought about a calendar, but I gotta th- I gotta think that one through a little more. All right. Well, this might not. The wheels be. are spinning. I'm gonna say this, Mike. All due respect. People don't use calendars. No. No. All due respect. If you're gonna do a calendar. You kind of have to time it. Yeah, no, so no, I know. Available for exactly. January. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Oh, that is true. Yeah. So now's the time to get ready for that 2018 calendar. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You've got a lead. Mm-hmm. Pat Burn. Mm-hmm. At one eight hundred Pat Burn. Yes. Thank you. What's going on? Not too much. I just had a good show at Littlefield. Nice. The Robert Dean Museum. Oh. And, uh, you know, shows on Saturdays, WFMU, fundraiser coming up, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. When that start? I believe it's the first two Saturdays in, uh, well, first three Sundays, excuse me, in March. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, a few weeks away. Yeah. <clears throat> And last but certainly not least, we've got uh, Jason Gore, a.k.a. Dudio, a.k.a. Slaw Dog, uh, a.k.a. Sonic <laughs> Dork. Yep, on Twitter. Um, What's going on with you? Uh, Bridge and Tunnel Show. We're back uh, taking a little break. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're back on February 18th mm. at the pit at 730. Okay. So it's a better time. We're yeah, excited about that. that's your sketch troupe. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, we've been around since 2012. Yeah? So. That's good. Yeah. Now, Pat, the nickname Wingman <laughs> that you chose last week. <laughs> to save everybody. <laughs> to save everybody from the huh challenge yes. being played on the show. Ever again. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> so that, you, okay. You decided. And I will say this. You also did it smart. You did it. You were smart about it because you know if you said, I don't want the nickname Wingman. Right? Mm-hmm. People are going to call you the wingman anyway. Right. You had no control over your own nickname. Uh-huh. Right? Have people called you wingman at all? <laughs> I've gotten a few uh-huh. tweets directed towards me uh-huh. that I have not engaged with <laughs> on either account, the Best Show for Life account. So you hate wingman. Or my mm-hmm. account. If you tweet at me with it, mm-hmm. I will ignore it. Uh, if you keep tweeting me at it, I will report it. But what if you thought report of it? Report it. Wow. Not block the person. Good You'll God. report them. You'll report them. <laughs> for harassment. But it's a cool name. Yeah. Like, think it's of it very like. Top Gun. That's exactly what yeah, I was getting ready to say. Like, put on a, an aviator jacket. more than one meaning. It doesn't just mean you, you bought, like, some smelly. Yeah. Chicken wings. And sure. it does. It does stink of wings out there. <laughs> no, I can smell it. It was overpowered. It was bad. It it's was, bad. I can smell it in the it air. It was a little blimpy, maybe, but... This is what I'll say. <laughs> did it smell last week? Undeniably. It did. Does it smell this week? I don't think it does. I think these guys are hammering you a little uh-huh. bit. Yeah. I think they're giving you the business. I almost ordered a fry, uh, a bucket of fried chicken. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was talking to Martine. That's I was fine. like, do yeah. you want... I know. Uh-huh. But then we ordered it from a pizza place. Yeah. And they had a wing special, oh, and I was of ordering. They did. And I said to Martine, "I'm like, should we get this the seven ninety five thing of wings?" And he and he just like gave me one of these nods, like, "Oh, you better believe it." And so I. And at what point did you go? 
Holy moly, these wings certainly smell very strong. Uh-huh. Never, because uh-huh. we were so ravenously hungry yeah, that uh-huh. we just were consuming at such a rate. There's no point where you're just like, are we going to get teased about this? <laughs> nope. I didn't even think to, Tom, I didn't even think to open the window while I was doing it because we were so, so hungry, uh-huh. both of us. It was so funny because the we entire so... studio smelled like wings. Even in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> smelled in here. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I had to even come in to get money mm-hmm. to pay yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And oh, my, you didn't even pay for your stinky uh, wings. Tom, of course I paid. Of course I paid. <laughs> and if people uh, are going to come here and work. I appreciate it. We appreciate it on the best show. I actually wanted to, not to come in here. I didn't have enough. It's me. fine. I I offered because I wanted to. And then that that just few minutes of the door being open. Yeah. Wow. And look tonight with the dinner. Yep. My pleasure. I'll take you guys to dinner every week if you want. We came up with a lot of great stuff. Yeah, I'll take you every week. But I have to say tonight, I have to go. I have nothing to plug. I have nothing. Can I actually plug one more thing? Of course you can, Pat. I'm sorry. Uh, Our first show of the year is February 25th Mm -hmm. at the WFMU Performance Space. Okay. The the live show. Yes, we're back. Please come if you're in the for New York City, all night. City area. We'll, yes. we'll keep talking about that. All right. And let's say goodnight to everybody. Lady Frank. David Crosby's greatest moment. Half hour power's over. Bye.